0: Melina, I'm Jasmine,
1: and I'm Erica, and this is Church Days, a call and response to Christianity and the culture.
0: Hey, everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Church Days. I'm Melina.
2: Hello, this is Jasmine. Hello, Erica.
0: <laughs> I figured out if you were gonna say your name this yeah, time. Yeah, I thought about it. I mean, I can't do that every
1: time. Like that just makes me way too predictable.
0: So, yeah, I like the whole roll call. I, I'm a oh, big fan of that. Who is <laughs> it? Are you guys enjoying your day so far?
2: Yes, it's a lazy day. Productive yet lazy at the same time. Lots of sitting in between.
0: I did laundry today and I feel like my mom would be really upset with me. Why? Based on how you did it? No, <laughs> because of the day I did it on. My mom does oh. not believe in doing laundry on a Sunday. Is this for like, you have no idea. Okay, on Sunday? Okay.
1: Superstitching. <laughs> I, super yes. super, I don't
0: know. Maybe it's, I don't know, but it's like, it's convenient for me. Like I started yesterday. I didn't finish yesterday. So now I am continuing today. So it's relaxing to me to do it on a Sunday.
2: I like doing laundry on a Sunday too. Like, well, my grandma won't do um, like essentially anything in thunderstorms like she wouldn't let us (laughs) essentially move we had to sit still nothing electricity like nothing electric could be on couldn't
0: take a shower couldn't wash our hands couldn't flush the toilet i've heard that
1: i've heard that yeah
0: that makes no sense but yeah so yeah whenever she calls me i would accidentally say it and i'm like oh She's, She's like, like you're, not supposed to do, you're not supposed to do laundry today. And I'm like, oh my God.
2: You should actually have a conversation with her about this. Be like, mom, let's talk about the Sunday laundry situation. What's
0: <laughs> <up?">
3: <laughs> it's
0: probably passed down something her, her yeah. mom said to her mm-hmm. and she never questioned it. Adults do that type of thing where they don't question things. They're just like, yes, that's, that's correct. I believe. Yeah. That's fair. But it's
2: just so funny how strongly we hold on to that and like have no clue the basis of it. Yeah. Like, that's just what we do. And it's like, but why?
0: <laughs> yeah. I always feel bad when I um start a load on a Sunday. I'm like, oh, I can hear my mom. Two little signs across <laughs> and say, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> a little salt <laughs> over your shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> a little detergent over my shoulder. <laughs> I put a load in. I only did one so it's not too bad. Oh
1: that's funny. That's yeah. funny. Superstitions like that. Kind of remind me a little bit of conspiracy theories. I feel like superstitions are like baby conspiracy theories.
2: They are. <laughs> in a the infant stage. Yeah. <laughs> conspiracy in the infant stage. That's how it all gets started.
1: <laughs> oh, and if you haven't guessed, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about ooh, um, ooh. Christians and conspiracy theories because um, the Venn diagram is not quite a circle. But it's very close to the overlap between those <laughs> people, people who identify as Christians and people who believe in it. That was great theories. nerdy humor.
2: <laughs> great nerdy humor. The best.
1: Um, so before we get into kind of the specifics of that intersection, I think it would be helpful to just kind of get a basis of what is a conspiracy theory. So of course we got to go to the dictionary, Miriam Webster. I don't know who Miriam is that's that just a random question that i have who is miriam <laughs> i know who webster is
2: oh really um, well you're already 50 percent better than where I oh
1: am. yeah no no <laughs> webster he wrote the first dictionary
0: oh. Ah, yeah, you don't know me. who miriam is no you know who miriam is i i just assumed that she was kin to mr webster i'm pretty sure like somebody's it's somebody's last name yeah it's somebody's yeah. last name because yeah webster like is that's his wife name. like him no. and his wife were that smart that they wrote dictionaries no, oh, that's, that's what not you his. that was just that's a conspiracy oh, that's, theory. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Miriam is Mr. Webster's wife, and she took on after he got Alzheimer's oh and could not remember anything.
1: See, now there you're, you're just making up somebody's whole <laughs> life story that has been documented in
0: history. <laughs> I absolutely love do not it. quote me on that.
1: Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <Still>. <laughs> So (laughs) the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a conspiracy theory as a theory that explains an event or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators or a theory asserting that a secret of great importance is being kept from the public. So that's Merriam-Webster. And then Britannica, as in yes, Encyclopedia Britannica, um, Depending how old you are, you may know nothing about encyclopedias. (laughs) You know, the Gen Z. Y'all probably have never seen an encyclopedia. But Britannica defines a conspiracy theory as an attempt to explain harmful or tragic events as the result of actions of a small, powerful group. Such explanations reject the accepted narrative surrounding those events. Indeed, the official version may be seen as further proof of the conspiracy.
3: Ooh, interesting
0: so we so should have
2: ominous b- music right. this entire time
0: <laughs> it sounds so much worse than what I thought what did you think I didn't think it was like um the the Merriam-Webster one like uh a secret of great importance is being kept from the public like oh my god
1: oh I want to know the secret like I mean but the thing is It's not necessarily always a secret. It's just assumed that there's something missing. So we'll get into some popular conspiracy theories, but Britannica also kind of gives more context. So they say conspiracy theories increase during periods of widespread anxiety, uncertainty, or hardship. So wars, economic depressions, and the aftermath of natural disasters like tsunamis, earthquakes, and pandemics. AKA now right (laughs) all of the things all three of those right right (laughs) so (laughs) basically any type of event that can cause panic there's likely to be conspiracy theories around it so um, it references a lot of the conspiracies around the September 11th attacks um, in 2001 and then apparently there are more than 2,000 books written on john f kennedy's assassination and the conspiracies and like theories around how that happened and so this suggests that this type of thinking is driven by a strong human desire to make sense of social forces that are self-important relevant and threatening so if you experience some type of traumatic panic situation that is just like really large you want to try to make sense of it and conspiracy theories are a way to do that is basically my interpretation of kind of what they're saying
2: makes
3: sense
1: I mean to me it makes sense but also it doesn't I think for me maybe one of the things that doesn't make sense is when when there is a reason given for what happened so let's take the example of, of John F. Kennedy who was assassinated by who was the person Lee Harvey Oswald I think that that's sounds right. Right. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, what makes people be like, no, that's not it. It was actually this other thing that there's really no evidence for.
2: I feel like when people don't have a lot of power in a situation and there's lots of forces. So, like, the, the government is, well, what is it? How, to, how to say this? The government is, like, you know, a very powerful force. Mm -hmm. driving force. Um, And there's a lot of kind of mystery and intrigue about how it actually all goes down. A lot of stuff we don't see. Mm
3: -hmm. A lot
2: of stuff is a lot of decisions are made behind closed doors. Um, And so I feel like because of the fact that there are things, there are elements that people can't actually grasp and have a hold of and have control of, there's always going to be this air of Air of mystery and not even mystery, air of uh, skepticism
3: mm-hmm. about,
2: especially about major events like this, because certain things are not supposed to happen in people's minds. So when they do, mm-hmm. it's like even the most basic answer is not going to be enough because there's got to be something bigger. Like, well, why would you just kill the president? You, you can't just kill a president, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So um there's there's got to be some other big working force, like scandal. You know, like obviously. If you look at if you watch scandal there was moving a lot of pieces you <laughs> I mean, know and, and so you look on the outside it looks like a decision was just made mm-hmm. but really in the background all these there was all these working forces to make that decision happen mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with the people that were uh, the constituents that were voting or you know so what nothing looked like what it seemed And Mm -hmm. so I think people base, especially these big engines, big machines, big institutions on the fact that, like, there's so much we don't know. And Mm -hmm. um, and so decisions are being made to, like, knock people off to keep certain place uh, people and of power and privilege in those positions. Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
1: Um, So there's a book called. Living in Truth, Confident Conversations in a Conflicted Culture, written by Mary Jo Sharp. And she talks about conspiracy theories. She says the main two reasons people are drawn to conspiracy theories are ease of understanding and escape from the ordinary. So needing some way, some simple answer to make things make sense of the event. Um, And when I think of escape from the ordinary, I think like, and conspiracy theories are usually like the most outlandish version of the, the scenario. So it seems like, and the question I have is, does like the media and particularly like the sensationalization where there's in the news or in like movies contribute to that? Like you want to have the the real housewives version of the event to make it super dramatic instead of <laughs> accepting the maybe more logical answer?
2: I don't know.
3: That's fair. I mean,
2: our job is to draw viewers. So yeah.
0: I think certain news stations have a way of telling the same story in a different way to, you know, attract who they, who their audience is. So I feel like they kind of play a role in that. Um, So I don't know if that adds to conspiracy theories, but you hear it on one station and you get this type of perspective and then you hear it on another news station and you may have a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think the media does have a way of like, I don't want to say they twist the truth, but they shine light on certain areas that um, will send a different message mm-hmm. to the person listening. So,
1: yeah, it makes sense.
0: Um, so Mary Jo Sharp
1: also is quoted as saying, belief in a conspiracy theory may be born out of a good desire to understand a situation, but devolves into finding quickly digestible answers like fast food for the mind. And that metaphor right there, I was like, huh, fast food for, for the mind, because we are kind of like a give it to me right now, microwave type of culture with, with everything, to be honest. So I was like that,
2: that makes sense, to be honest. Test. I yeah. feel like on the other side, though, a lot of conspiracy theories for me are not are so complex and outlandish that it's not easily digestible or quick mm. to access. Mm-hmm. So like even go back to the example of Lee Harvey Oswald like that, like him being a lone wolf with a whatever agenda is is easy to digest for me. Mm hmm. All the other powers at play on the back end, it's not that's that's too difficult for me to digest. Mm-hmm. I like the I like that. The other straightforward answers. Yeah. Um. So that's why it's interesting that she said the fast food of the mind. Because I'm like, a lot of these things just don't make sense to me. A lot of these conspiracy theories. It's too big. It's too much. Mm-hmm. And it's too ominous. And then I can't trust anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe that's what she
1: meant in terms of like lots of empty calories mm. that fast food has so it's it can seem too. failing but it's not necessarily good, good for, for you, you.
2: yeah oh, that's, that's a good, good, way it to good that's, interpretation yeah. too i didn't
1: mm-hmm.
0: interpret it that way
1: so the problem with conspiracy theories is the fact that it's hard to prove that they're untrue right <laughs> <laughs> and so most conspiracy theories really aren't interested in evidence that doesn't prove what they say is is untrue they're really only concerned with evidence that supports or continues their theories so that confirmation bias um, is really what conspiracy theory so you can present all the the facts and evidence you want to the contrary more than likely they're just going to be like not believe you it doesn't matter they just want to okay. the evidence that supports is what they're going to hold on to which is why it's difficult to have conversations for somebody like that. That's not even like willing to entertain like an opposing argument.
2: Right. Absolutely. Very frustrating. So it's like, don't even talk. Why are we, why are we having conversation? Right. You're going to believe what you're going to believe. And I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe. If we can't have healthy, healthy, open conversation about it, then let's not have a conversation. Yeah. Let me not waste my breath. Yeah. don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to do it.
1: So are there popular conspiracy theories that y'all have heard or that you all believed or believe?
2: <laughs> Melina, I feel like you might haven't believe some conspiracy theories.
3: <laughs> I think,
0: like, I don't, so, I don't, like, go into depth about, like, like Jasmine was saying, like, you can get lost in a lot of them. And so for me, like, I kind of question, like, I don't believe everything I I read or hear. I always feel like there's an agenda. There's like, um, especially for like um, famous people. Um, One of the conspiracy theories I heard of um, growing up was um, about Princess Diana. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it. um, um, Her death not being an accident. And I think recently, like not a few years ago, the guy... There was one guy that died and on his deathbed, he said that it, you know, he was hired to like, you know, be involved in her death or something like that. I don't know if it's true, but I also feel like I don't know if that's not true, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't like spend time reading articles and like get lost in it. I mean, it's tragic um, and it's you know, it's sad, but could that be true? Possibly. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. That, but that's one that I've heard that it, her death wasn't an
3: accident.
2: Um, oh, gosh. So many.
0: Earth, <laughs> Earth is flat. The, yeah.
2: uh, oh, the space uh, landing on the moon wasn't real. Um, <sighs> coronavirus is a hoax. Um, or is me, you know, oh, there's so many different ones out right now about COVID. Yeah. Um, and the vaccine. Um
0: the Illuminati. Oh yeah. Oh uh, I've watched, watched a bunch of videos on those. Those are actually kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean it's an interesting situation, but once again, how much it affects my life to know if it exists or not? Not much.
0: I'm so. not in it. So <laughs>
2: like, like most of these conspiracy theories, right? Like, do most of these any of these really affect me? No. Like if <laughs> Oh, I got a good
0: the truth. one. Tupac is still alive.
3: Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) he's in Mexico. (laughs) Hey, he might be chilling,
2: making all living off his royalties.
1: Oh, my gosh, (laughs) yeah! So, I've definitely heard the Tupac one many times. I just feel like that's just because people just can't let him go. I feel like I've heard the same about Biggie
2: as well. Yeah,
1: I
0: didn't hear that about Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> but they're conspiracies, so who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are also other conspiracies about who actually shot Biggie and all of that. Right. Um. Was Was Puffy involved or no? Yeah, people. Yeah, lots of conspiracy theories around the the big rappers that came to a an early death. RRP.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So pour conspiracy theories. Yeah. Pour out a little whatever juice, <laughs> water um whatever your beverage of choice
2: is. <laughs> is while you're listening yes
1: yes so yes there are lots of conspiracy theories out there and you all hit on a lot of them um that are kind of like the big ones other ones that folks have kind of held on to lots of myths about the holocaust
3: Mm. Um,
1: so there's one 2014 survey coordinated by the Anti-Defamation League of more than 53,000 people across 100 countries found that only 30% of respondents thought historical accounts of the Holocaust were accurate and respondents under the age of 65 were more likely to say they didn't believe it happened as the history book said. So they feel like it was exaggerated um, in order to garner sympathy and money for Jewish people, which is a disgusting perspective to have,
0: yes, yep, especially since there's like people who are alive right that told stories, like people who experienced it right. to say one like to say that something maybe was not you know told correctly is one thing, but to say it didn't happen is a whole nother story, like yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you could. Yeah. And in a similar
1: vein, people would say, like, particularly the Sandy Hook shooting, that that wasn't real either. Sickening. It didn't actually happen, that it was fake, and the the children that were murdered were hired actors, quote-unquote, which is terrible. Apparently, some of the, the grieving parents released, like, the birth certificates of their children to prove that their child actually exists. Like I can't even imagine.
2: Well, wasn't there like a Senator or some type of Congress person who said that who was um, pushing those ideals. Yeah. Um, which is also very scary that there's someone who could be a part of representation, representing our nation and um, feeding those type of types of rumors that people would be like sick enough to um, fake their child, child's death. And it's just sad. Yeah, me very sad. Yeah.
1: And of course, now and in the past couple of years, there have been a lot of conspiracy theories around COVID, Um, the vaccine implants, a microchip. I've heard that
3: um, many times
1: (laughs) Um, that the, the death rate has been wildly inflated and that it's being used as population control. So
2: definitely heard that
1: one. There's that and of course like a lot of conspiracy theories around the election about lots of false ballots being cast and things like that and yeah if your candidate didn't win it seems like of course those are a little bit easier to to grab onto conspiracy theories abound and <laughs> Christians in particular have been (laughs) susceptible to various conspiracy theories throughout church history. So church historian Nathan Finn um, talked about a lot of particularly anti-Jewish conspiracy theories among Christians. So a prominent belief among medieval Christians was what they called the blood libel, which is an accusation that Jews would ritualistically murder Christian children and use their blood in sacrilegious ceremonies that mocked the baptism and the Eucharist. Um, There's also conspiracy theories and one that we've talked about before that Christians come up with to defend sinful behavior such as the curse of ham theory to justify the enslavement of Black people by Europeans. So Christians are not new to conspiracy theories and in more recent years there are a lot of conspiracy theories related to the end times and I think that's where a lot of the conspiracy theories that I've grown up hearing have come from, um, Mm -hmm. where everything is the end times, everything bad that happened is somehow connected to revelation. Jesus is coming back tomorrow. Um, Even though the Bible said we don't know the day or the hour, people think that by, they can predict when Jesus is going to come based on things that that are happening. So a lot of the, the theories include some thinking about some public figure being the Antichrist, suspicion of technology, and concerns about a world war world, one world government. And so growing up, the Finn, the historian says, many evangelicals were convinced that WWW, so the shorthand for the World Wide Web, as you put in the, the internet address, was a stand-in for 666 and the what? Mark of the Beast in Revelation. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> doesn't Aww. have to make sense. That's true. You're right. Um, some were also convinced that first the first George Bush had signed a document in place that would put place the United States under a new world order that would evolve into the Antichrist one world government. <gasps> so, yeah, I remember when Y2K was a thing like that mm-hmm. was definitely a lot of conspiracy theories. Jesus was coming back.
2: Oh, know, yeah, they definitely on- thought the world was going
1: <laughs> Jesus was coming back in January first, two thousand. You couldn't tell them people nothing different. Yeah, cannot. And yes. yet, you know, here we are in twenty twenty one. So,
2: still kicking.
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs> Again, no man knows the day or the hour, but we keep predicting.
2: We keep trying. Remember twenty twelve with the um, it was at the Aztec calendar.
1: Oh they yeah. Said? Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, and people would be really panicking too, like taking all their money out the bank or. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, in a recent Lifeway research study, 49% of US Protestant pastors, so Protestant and evangelical typically kind of are interchangeable, say they frequently hear church members repeating conspiracy theories. So, that is almost half, which is concerning.
2: Yeah, that's a lot of us.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dr. Christopher Douglas, who is a professor of English at the University of Victoria, specialing in Christian literature, politics, and epistemology, was quoted in Business Insider as saying, misinformation is in some sense baked into white evangelical churches, as many of them reject science, scholarship, and mainstream journalism. Why do you think that so many church folks reject science, scholarship, and mainstream journalism?
0: I mean, I think they go against what they're trying to believe. So, like, why would you, you know, support something that is going against
3: your belief system?
1: But, like, what specifically is going against what what part of the belief system?
3: Right.
2: Uh, that's where I kind of struggle with this is, like, why can't some of these concepts kind of coexist? Like, why can't we believe in... God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And then also believe that He can use like utilize people in their giftings to make discoveries on this earth. Right. So mm-hmm. I find it interesting that we can we can trust certain technologies but not others. Like people get up every day, you know, people get up and get into their cars. Yeah and try drive on the right is it the right side of the road on the right side of the road Mm -hmm. and look at the traffic signals and you follow all of those like laws of society and and trust the those modern um technologies but but it just I don't understand why it's then other things that are so difficult to kind of
3: follow uh,
2: follow or or even like have such such not even you don't have to like truly be a staunch you know supporter of but being such a staunch um, like adversary of is 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 what very interesting to me so i don't I i cannot tell you i also feel like christians at the baseline because of our country just have a hard time of people telling them things they don't want to hear fair and so they feel i feel like there's you know we talked about christian privilege before so mm-hmm. um i think they have uh there's a big kind of um, and there's also a lot of thought of like, it's almost like a scarcity mentality. Like it's us against them. So yeah. anything that might um, contradict our mainstream thought could, is attacking our belief system. So then we must, I don't know, go against it. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, there's been one conspiracy theory that has been running rampant. Rampant, rampant I tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> churches. <laughs> QAnon have y'all heard about QAnon I have Mm -mm. oh just so I don't know how you missed it Melina (laughs) I'm glad I kind
0: of I'm glad I missed it but I know I'm about to be hit with all the information so
1: take it away (laughs) QAnon um and this is coming from an A post on Christianity Today, QAnon, a right-wing theory that believes former President Donald Trump was fighting an underground ring of Satan-worshipping pedophiles, is probably the most popular right now and is making significant inroads in our culture and the church. So research from the American Enterprise Institute shows that 25% of white angelicals affirm part or all of the QAnon conspiracy theory. Um, It uses frequent scriptural reference and references to the end time, which makes it seem credible to Christians. And even some ministries have proposed a merger of QAnon and Christianity. So fun times Um, in an interview that Ari Shapiro, who's the host of NPR's all things considered podcast. She had a conversation with Caitlin Beatty who writes for religion news service. Um, So she talked about a piece that Caitlin had wrote and asked her if the people that she interviewed really see it as a belief system com- comparable to organized religion. And Caitlin responded with, "They do. They are picking up on the overt spiritual language that Q, whoever that is, is using in his messages on the internet, and they see that as connecting directly to the Bible, to the God of Christianity, and to God's hand at work in the world. So they say they see the Q and I messages as revealing truth in the world, and that they are supposed to take up." a spiritual battle to reveal truth.
3: Oh, that's
2: exhausting. I get it now. Q is anonymous. That makes yes. sense. Now. Yes. So, you know what's so crazy? It's like you don't even know who this person is. Right? Watch, you know what? I really want Q to be Quanisha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That Quanisha. Oh my god. It to be Quanisha and just uh, <laughs> you know, black woman back there stirring up the pot. I mean, I listen, evil. that's what happened
1: to Scandal. That's what happened with Scandal was Papa Pope all along. The it was Papa Pope all time. along.
2: <laughs> well, the so, so I'm just going to be like, now I know Q is Quanisha and we we got this. Like, it's fine. We shall overcome because Quanisha's about it. That's mm, yeah. no, not true, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you don't even know who Q is. <laughs> you don't.
0: <laughs> You don't. I actually, I have heard of this and okay. um, yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> I have heard of this and I didn't know that this was what it was called, but I, after you read it, I'm like, Oh, I remember s- such a person talking about this. Such a and I walked out of the room. <laughs> such a person.
2: <laughs>
1: oh boy. So um according to one scholar that's tracking online extremism, QAnon content through 71% on Twitter and 651% on Facebook in just four months in early 2020. Jesus. Which is why I try to avoid Facebook. Oh my goodness. The shenanigans be out there on the Facebook. That's oh, true. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I heard so
1: many things with with that, and then like when the results of the election happened, people were like, "Oh, it's actually, you know, actually Joe Biden didn't win; it was Donald Trump." And so when you see Joe Biden at the inauguration, it's actually going to be Donald Trump with a Joe Biden mask on because they're going to be like, like the movie Face Off.
3: And they're going to be
1: rounding up all of the the Democrats and putting them in prison. And when none of that happened, people were really confused. Like they Mm. really believed that that was about to happen. Mm. So, and then so
0: when it didn't happen, they were confused, not when they were told that that was going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> right. And then what happened
1: after that is just basically they pushed the deadline. So like, oh, yeah, so Donald Trump actually is going to come back in March. Oh, actually, he's coming back in July. And it's just like you just
2: keep pushing. So, oh, you really don't know. Right. And, oh, we're just like, all making this stuff up.
0: Yeah, it sounds like such a God. good practical joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it
3: does Amazing.
1: Yo, like so many preachers and quote unquote prophets were also... Saying these things and predicting who was going to win the election and things like that. Y'all remember uh, what's that lady's name? Paula White calling for the uh, the angels in Africa and South uh, America.
3: Uh, I wish you wouldn't have said it. her name. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I remember.
0: So, so they did like they,
1: they did not. They or maybe they did. They it did. just didn't do
2: what. It didn't vote they for they the person. Her candidate, though. So, so we are the angels from Africa. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. So, it was just so so many things that I was like, this is, this is a lot. Why, why are things like this? Um, yeah. And, and I'm not sure. And so there's a author called William Hendrickson. He, his quote, I thought was really cool. So constant anxiety about worldly affairs, fill the mind and heart with dark fo- foreboding. And so when you have kind of that anxiety and fear, that kind of can put you into overdrive. So instead of being eager to maintain the unity of spirit in the bond of peace, humility, gentleness, patience, and love so the fruit of the spirit, they produce the works of the flesh. So fostering, we've definitely seen this, fostering dissensions and divisions that cause believers to take sides and fight and argue with one another. So we're just kind of buying into, you know, what the enemy, the division deception the enemy is trying to, to spread. There. Yeah. And so there's an ABC article that talked about how the ways Christianity may help and hinder the spread of conspiracy conspiracy theories. Um, so in terms of the beliefs that might predispose Christians to ex- embracing conspiracy theories. So this idea of faith without sight. Um, so we all know the scripture, we walk by faith and not by sight, but mm-hmm. a lot of Christians take that to mean faith without reason and logic. Mm. And that is where we have a problem. So (laughs) the article says the softening criteria for an initial specific belief risks spilling over into other general beliefs. So there's thinking about what we believe as a Christian. So there's little evidence for my faith and I maintain it anyway. So I might as well believe other things that are equally substantiated. So it's like the one size fits all kind of approach. Um, Yeah. And that's never good.
2: That just doesn't sound smart. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't. But when you have also a group of people that is rejecting academia, scholarship, science, and journalism, you know, it, it lines up.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: (sighs) So then there's the folly of the wise. So how like the the Proverbs and how Jesus often taught how those kind of in power who were in the know were often out of the know. Um, So the realities of God are hidden. And then from them, the wise and learned, the people who are earthly wise and learned the realities of God are hidden. So based on that, those in power and the elites can't be trusted. And there's always something going on behind the scenes is kind of the cut and paste of that. And then of course, the apocalypse and all of the different kind of interpretations of the book of Re- Revelation. So there's a particular emphasis on the belief that the coming end times are playing out on earth right now. And it's, it's happening now. Can't you see it? It's time to act because where the end time is happening right now. So those are kind of some of the things that can predispose Christians to believe in conspiracy theories. And then on the other hand, beliefs that might help prevent against conspiracy theories is so this idea of of belief and thinking about just clarifying that faith without sight is never constructed as faith without reason throughout scriptures and the folly of the wise is not amount to the folly of all the wise so yes there are absolutely people in power that are shady and don't know what they're doing but you cannot say everybody in a position of power is like that right seems simple but here we are mm-hmm. um and then also trust so god doesn't cultivate naive gullibility so he wants us to be helpfully skeptical so trusting in god is the ultimate source of truth so not accepting everything at face value it's okay to question but not to this degree <laughs> Like everything, you don't have to be night, like naively gullible, basically healthy skepticism, not naive gullibility.
2: And like on all sides.
1: Yes. For everything. So you
2: should be questioning every, every piece of it. You could, you should have an idea for healthy curiosity. Yes. I don't even want to say skepticism, but a healthy curiosity about all the information
3: that Mm -hmm. you take
2: in and know that There are two sides to every story and the truth and we live in a fallen world. So we have to just kind of take all of that into grant, uh, like for grant or into mind when we're um, processing information that's given to us. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know, unfortunately the, the other error, what do you call it? The confirmation bias. We just continue Mm -hmm. to feed ourselves the information that um, supports the, our belief, Yeah. which is a problem.
1: Have y'all ever tried to have a, conversation with someone who believed in a conspiracy theory to to present contrary evidence to them and how did that go if you have?
2: Honey, that has been my life (laughs) since um uh when did the this vaccination drop?
1: Like earlier this year,
2: top of the year. Yeah. Okay. So at least three times a day. Mm. (laughs) That's a lot. At least. And, um, it did help me realize that like, okay, um, I'm not going to change your mind, but I also, I, what my issue is, has been lately is that like, don't come up in here, trying to change my mind. Mm -hmm. You're coming in here, talking to me as a medical professional. And you think that your, your information is going to make me change my stance. And it's not, it's not, but if you're, but you're also coming in here asking me for my medical advice. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, why are we, if you want, I don't want, I don't, obviously you don't believe what I'm saying to you and that's fine. You don't have to, you can do whatever research you want, but then like, don't come up in here and like try to have this whole, like, well, you know, you're wrong. Well, then why'd you ask me for my advice? Why'd you ask me? Why'd you ask me my stance? (laughs) That's my question. So it's been very exhausting because it's been just like, it's, it's like talking to a brick wall. So it doesn't really matter what I say. It doesn't matter my experience. It doesn't matter my research. It doesn't matter my resources. It doesn't matter. It's it's something's wrong, and I'm 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 missing something.
1: Hmm. What about you, Melina?
0: Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I've had conversations with people all my life, but definitely like like Jasmine was saying with COVID, I think it's easy to get lost and go down like this tangled web of just conspiracy after conspiracy. I think it's one thing to like, not believe you want to take something like a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And then it's another thing to be like, they're putting a chip in us. Right. Like that's just like, okay, come on. Like, that's not what's happening. And, and it's, and I think like, the best thing I can do for my sanity is like not go back and forth and just say, if this is what you believe, you know, you're entitled to it. I can't knock you. I can't, you know, change your mind, but, um, let it stay within the realms of your mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like, just don't let it leave. This that, your head. Right. Leave it with you. Cause I
2: don't want it.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't spread
2: it. That's hilarious.
1: So George Dancy, who is an associate professor of political science at Tulane University, said that the best way to fight conspiracy theory isn't with facts. So debunking <laughs> means saying like, hey, there's this fact that your their theory can't explain, so... Now that you have the facts, you shouldn't believe your theory, right? No, conspiracy theorists don't work like that. So to change a conspiracy theorist's ideas or susceptibility to the actual truth, you have to change the way you interact with them, is what Dancy is saying. He says, quote, you approach them as if you are also a seeker. So they are seeking something and you're seeking something alongside them. So you both are approaching The situation with wanting to understand. Um, And I think if people were actually doing that, I think that would be fine. But I think some people approach it as if they're not seeking, they already have obtained some type of hidden knowledge that nobody else with all the the degrees has been able to find. Like, it's just something so hidden and secret that only they and the people that they know on the internet have been able to access it which is weird to me weird to Uh, me too yeah so he suggests asking questions about how they have to come to believe the theory and ask them to walk you through the evidence and that is why i found things start to fall apart when you ask people to articulate their position of why they believe what they believe usually they cannot and that is where i'm like okay we're we're done here
2: i feel like i get a lot of you'll see you'll <laughs> see like you'll see it we'll see when it happens and i'm but like but when that,
1: but when it doesn't happen and i don't see then
2: what then what i still have to make a decision now on certain things about what i'm going to believe and how i'm going to act right and so you you know so it's just like well you'll see you'll see i hope it doesn't happen but you'll see okay well <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm not going to make that my, my decision based off of the fact that you think something may be happening. I don't know. You know, just like very funny. That's gotten a lot when you'll see when your eye what falls mean, out, it's like, all right, cool. I
0: think it's like, <laughs> I, I, you know, no shade to this guy, but I don't have time. <laughs> I just don't. Like, That's fair. I don't, I don't have time. It's one thing to have a healthy conversation with someone who's open to listening and right. understanding, but when it's all one-sided, this can be very hard. So when you're, when you're sitting down trying to debunk, you you literally have to be a sponge. You have to present yourself like you're really interested and you're not. So it's going to be very difficult. Like I'm interested in sh- you sharing your stuff, as long as you're interested in hearing what I have to say. And that's it. And if you're not, then there's no conversation. I don't have time.
2: Right. That's how I feel the same way. It's just, it's very difficult because it's, it's very time consuming. And I mean, I'm interested, I'm wholeheartedly curious in a lot of the reasons why people are like, have these conspiracy theories just in general, like, Oh, well, what makes you think that? And why do you, th- you know, what, where'd you get that from? But like, I don't know. It's just, it takes a lot of time to to debunk. And so <laughs> I'm like, you know, all right, if that's how your brain works and if that's the space you need to be in for you to operate at the level that you operate, then great. I, on the other hand, will not be able to maintain that. So no, thank you.
1: Do y'all think it's different when it's church people and they're trying to to do this in the name of Jesus or it's just- oh, gosh. I hate it.
0: <laughs> it just gets, it's even worse because then it's like, now I sound like I'm going up against God. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it, and to me, it's like, that's when like scripture gets taken out of context a mm-hmm. lot of time. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, why don't you go read, you know, specific, like read the scripture and try to understand what it really means. No. And they're usually just quoting like what they hear in church.
2: It's usually completely like out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly out of context so yeah i think it's the worst when you put, put a god spin on anything that is actually quite secular not even mm-hmm. bring god in the secular that's fine but like into these things where it's like are you sure that's really what like if that's what god said to you that's great but like i also don't know that he never he didn't say that to me mm-hmm. so i don't know i'm not gonna have to we're yeah me and god are on a different wavelength so. <laughs> I didn't too. He didn't. He didn't give me that channel to access. He so. didn't give me that channel, but I can't watch that. That's not, that's not <laughs> the show he told me to watch. So I'm gonna watch this. It's fine.
1: Oh my
3: goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the the author referenced earlier, Mary Jo Sharp. She argues that conspiracy theories can actually harm our witness and credibility to non-Christians. So she says if a Christian cannot be trusted to pass along worldly information in a responsible manner, then it will be perceived that they are irresponsible in their abilities to share other worldly information such as ideas about God. Such carelessness can act as evidence for a non-believer that Christians are not thoughtful nor intelligent people. Trust is at the center of the gospel and it must be cultivated in our relationships with others
2: do you feel like Christians may be such into conspiracy theories because of how much the lack of control we do have in our faith relationship?
3: Say more more about um, that.
2: So, you know, if you really, truly, you know, believe what the gospel says about, well, essentially we have to rely wholeheartedly on our faith in Jesus, essentially right on mm -hmm. God's timing and, um, his ability to work in our lives. And mm-hmm. so we encounter things that we may may not like, and where we're we're going to, no matter what, encounter difficulties, hardships, trials in our lifetime, in our mm-hmm. life. And um, there's a lot of stuff in our life that is out of our control. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, I feel like Christians may lean more towards these conspiracy theories because there's something that they can hold on as tangible. And um, something that they can control.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that like make they, sense? They, yeah, they get answers is what you're saying. Like they, yes. the conspiracies provide some answer to where their faith may yeah. not. It's mm-hmm. like they're still waiting. Right. There's and like especially so many these... if the answers are have like a bunch of
1: spiritual or scriptural references mm-hmm. that yes. even enforces these answers are divinely f- from God through mm-hmm. this anonymous individual or whatever. Right.
2: Yeah, it can help make something something so um um what well, omnipresent something so um intangible mm-hmm. tangible hmm and control like and just kind of make it grasp control mm-hmm. that's what I think mm-hmm. that makes a lot
3: of sense.
0: Yeah I think there there's some there's some truth to that. I mean I when you said um a lack of control um I think like I my I wasn't sure where you were going with it but like we do we have control it's just whether or not we want to be aware of that control, like your control is to believe in God. But then when you, a lot of times, I think we struggle with that as believers, like believe that he's going to provide everything that we need and provide us with the answers to what we're looking for. And I think that can be difficult.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, and even like, just even something as simple as like COVID, right? Like we, so many things are just unexplained. Like this, Mm -hmm. this thing, this thing that we can't see and can't touch a virus comes in and completely changes. So our world upside down.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And um, how do we, how do we make sense of that? How do we make sense of those things? Lost jobs, loved ones that die, that, you know, bad people having great lives while good people suffer. Like these are all huge faith-based concepts that make it very hard for d- people to, to believe, trust, believe, trust, lean on their faith. And COVID is a great example of how we're, we, this was an, a great opportunity f- for people to dig in and lean in on the fact that I don't know why this happened. I don't know where this came from, but I know that I can lean on the Lord
0: mm-hmm. to
2: make, make sure that things move forward. And like, he can show me the way to, make myself safe, make my family safe, help, you know, help us help me get through this times. But oftentimes instead we try to find reasons why things happen Mm -hmm. and reasons so that we can have some type of control in the situation for situations that are out of our grasp. Does that make sense? Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It was also a time for people to independently think and like going back to church, it's like, you know, um, there were pastors who were spreading false, you know, things about COVID not being real and not needing a mask. And, you know, um, I feel like this 2020 was a time for people to really start to critically think and look at what they believe.
3: Truly, yeah.
0: Um, instead of going with the status quo or what, with what people were telling them to do. I'm curious, though, <laughs> going back to our other episode, um, when we talked about schools, I'm really curious to see how this is going to be taught. This era that we're in oh, this yeah. year, and mm-hmm. like how it's going to be in the books, mm-hmm. what will be told? Who the heck knows?
1: Just don't don't read whatever Abeka has to say because they're <laughs> going to tell it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna be like, wait a minute! I was around when this happened, and this is not Hello.
1: true. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> right. This out of the book. Right. <laughs> God used COVID-19. No, stop it. Wait a minute. (laughs) Stop
3: it. (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh. Woo. So any last thoughts about, about conspiracies and Christians? A mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's our summary. It's (laughs) a a mess. What a mess.
2: What a mess. I just really hope that we can, um, Understand that we are these like such minuscule cogs in mm. in this earthly wheel, and that mm. a lot of these answers don't even really mean anything. they're so inconsequential to us, and in the grand scheme of our purpose and journey here that um, I hope you know we all can make sure to utilize our resources of time and energy in a more um, productive way for why God I just put you on the earth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What she said. That.
1: And mind your own business.
2: And that's a great one.
1: <laughs> okay, mind the business that pays you.
0: <laughs> I like that. Talk, sounded like somebody's mama. Yep. <laughs> well, Mama Erica said.
1: <laughs> you know, and that's why I won't be engaging in in trying to dismantle conspiracy theories from anybody. It's just not the business that pays me. So <laughs> there's that. On that note, (laughs) thank you all for tuning into another episode of Church Days. Or did you actually tune into an episode? Or is this whole thing a conspiracy theory? (laughs) Let us know on social media Facebook, that's where the conspiracy theories are. So let us know there, and then Twitter. Don't bring our conspiracy theories to Instagram. Let that be. (laughs) I'm not conspiracy theories. <laughs> these are all jokes show. it's fine uh, but you can follow us at church days leave us a comment and let us know what you thought of this episode you can share rate review and subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts and special shout out to caroline our production assistant and intern extraordinaire and we will catch y'all next time bye, bye. bye.